How, how did you get your name, by the way? Freak? Oh, man. Freak? I was freak before the music. Oh, okay. Ah, People okay. knew me as when I was skating. It was it used, to, it used to be freak shit. I paid my bills from skating. Did I mean really? Stuff. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of the dream, and that's how I got into filming. And you do rap exclusively in Arabic. Like, yeah. why did you go down that route? Well, I think I learned English when I was fifteen, bro. Bro, I was <laughs> a little bit kid. Most of my like success or or opportunities comes from how the city grew. What's your process of making music. Whereas I, I think I get more energy when I actually rap on the same days. If you're secure in your craft, you're never going to feel threatened by somebody else's craft, 100%. right? 100%. Let's ride out. Big teams, big boys, right? My highs and lows inherit growth, Mr. Deeds. Went from juggling three jobs to CEO like I'm Steve. Never been no rotten apple, call me John Appleseed. That's how I bleed. God can see no other man can judge me. Call a mic, Mr. International, getting cream. I'm saying Man, you didn't have to do them like that, man. You didn't have to do them like that. It was film day. <laughs> yeah. We got we to make a statement. Exactly. We got to make a statement. Last one. Let's fly it out. Let's fly it out. Welcome to the Last Flat Out podcast. We're your hosts, Mike and Jay. Please like and comment on this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel or to wherever you listen to our podcast. Also, give us a follow on all of our social media accounts where we can be found at Last Flight Out Podcast, except on X, formerly known as Twitter, where we are just simply at LFO Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. You can find me at JLubriel26 across all my social media accounts, and you can find my co-host, Mike, at... If Mike was here. Yeah, so today's episode has a little bit of a musical twist, and... Yes, um, it's a pleasure for me to uh, introduce this guest today. You know, um, us two being from New York, you know, home of hip hop. Hip hop turns 50 this year. So we're like, if we're in the UAE, we got to touch base to who I feel is um, probably, you know, the pioneer, one of the top dogs or the top dog of Arab drill music. You know, um, he's opened up for acts like Future, Gucci Man. Um, He's done it all from performing at Soul DXB to performing at um, at uh, F1, Abu Dhabi F1. He's that guy to me over here when you want to talk about drill music. Let's get into it. He's been in Charlie Sloth's Fire in the Booth. I'm proud to welcome Freak. Oh, Let's man. go. Man, uh, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> welcome man. to the thanks. show. Thanks so much for making the making the time. So we're just going to jump right into it. So nope. we, we usually start off with a little bit of an icebreaker here on the Last Fly Out podcast. So I'm going to say a word or phrase, and I just want to hear the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So you ready? Yeah, ready. Hip-hop. Wow. Uh, Nas. <laughs> nice. All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. I'm a Queens guy. So that's okay. good for me. I'm yeah, from Queens. Nice. So we're repping that's the same nice. borough. So a Somali trap rapper out of the UAE is, de- is definitely not something you see every day. Right. Yeah. But before we dive into your upbringing here in Abu Dhabi in the UAE, I want to start even before that. You were 10 years old and you learned that you had no citizenship in the only country you had ever known in the UAE. What was that realization like for you? I mean, I felt like uh, I just needed to grind harder when I was so young, you know. Um, if, if 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 there is any competition, I need to, like, grind even harder than the competition, you know what I mean? Um, so it doesn't really... I think that made me realize that um, I don't think a citizenship can stop anything of 
growth or a dream. I mean, sometimes it can facilitate a lot of stuff for you as an individual yeah. without you knowing, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You probably don't even know it, but there's a lot of perks in it. Like that went, I think I just, it's like playing the video game from scratch, really. Like, it's, right. <laughs> right. So do you feel like that sort of was the f- base for you to just sort of propel you and sort of create the good habits that you have right now and in, in, that you translate to yeah, your music yeah. career and every other yeah. aspect, aspect of your life? Um, yeah, 100%. I feel like it made me realize that, listen, I can really like something and a skill, a skill in any dream that I want to do. At the end of the day, like I don't think my parents were forcing me to be anything really i don't think i had any pressure to become a doctor or engineer i think it was it was easy from that perspective because i could have just ended up doing nothing or become an artist or uh, a director do you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah, um i I really saw it from that perspective other than if i was this person with this citizenship or with with this much wealth i probably have a lot of pressure from my elders to become a successful, successful person, right? Because right. I have a lot of friends like that. And um, I think when I grow, I'm like, oh, shit, I actually, I'm lucky, man. Like, yeah, I didn't have any pressure. I could, I, I, just, <laughs> I just, I just needed yeah. to. No expectations, I guess. No expectation. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I actually really. had, you know, like being the son of first generation immigrants, I feel like there's that pressure to be certain things in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And now, even now in my life, when I tell people I want to do podcasting, people are like, but you're a lawyer. Why else do you, what else do you want to be, yes. right? Like, why do you want to yeah. go into this lane? Because it's such an unknown. And I think from their perspective, they just want to have a high floor for you, yeah. right? Rather than looking at the ceiling as to what you could do. So obviously you've broken through that ceiling, man. So yeah, congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was wondering as well, growing up in Abu Dhabi, having, um, you know, the Emirati culture, also your Somali heritage. Also, you are, you're Muslim, right? Yeah. Um, how has that affected your music or has, um, you know, been introduced in your music? Like, do you incorporate all those, those like the heritage, the culture, the faith in your music? Um, yeah, 100%. I think um, you have to include all of these stuffs because at the end of the day, you're producing a content to people that actually exactly like you and they want them to be relevant when you say certain stuff, you know? Even yeah. when you praise the God in music or the way you say it or um, all these things is vocabs to people that know it and know exactly what you want. At the end of the day, that's how I started doing music from the beginning. I didn't think I didn't think about anything. I just wanted people to actually relate to me and how I started doing music in Abu Dhabi, where was, which was so difficult. Do you know what I mean? And um, I think my culture and the people's culture have something in common, which is like, which is these things that you actually mentioned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, like uh, that's just a no brainer to not include it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then also, so you're a former footballer, yeah. right? And you played up in Sarja, X game skateboarder, comedian, artist. You have like, you've, you've had all these fa- different <laughs> facets in your life, right? So sort of how did your love for sports, skateboarding and performing arts shape your personality and creativity? Um, bro, if you asked me this question 10 years ago, I'll probably tell you, um, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. And wait, to be clear, was, uh, X Games is Tony Hawk 
X Games We're talking type about of the X Games. Like, X Tony Hawk type of X Games. That I mean, that's <laughs> like the stereotypical virgin. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a street, street virgin over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You can actually like, uh, and now, like you see it right now, where like Lil Wayne is sponsored by yeah, this yeah, company yeah. because yeah. Uh, he's yeah. a skater. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I think this whole thing started way early, and then music picked up on it. Do you know okay. what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was that was that was my dream to become a professional skateboarder and. Uh, I pay my bills from skating. Did you know I mean really? Yeah, that was that was that was kind of the dream, and that's how I got into filming. And I start f- to film people, and then um, I start to film rappers, and then I was in the studio most of the time, and then I started doing music. Do you know what I mean? It's so all he's, like he's basically the Arabic version of Kanye West. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, producing people everything. and then he blew up himself. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm yeah, taking yeah. my own beats. Bro, <laughs> bro, like, it's just funny that you're saying that because this is literally it. Like, I saw the opportunity. I'm like, guys, why are you not doing this and that, you know? And yeah, yeah. and um, I just try to pick up on everything. And I'm, I'm kind of that type. Like, I get obsessed over shit, you know? Yeah. Like, when I like something, I'm obsessed. I mean, that's a sign of greatness, right? With anything uh, that you yeah. want to achieve in your know. life, Sometimes you it's not even great. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'm, I just want to try something and that's it. But I just yeah. get obsessed and I just try to perfect it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I just yeah. keep doing it. But in that, you learn, like, you're seeing everything from a different view, too. Yeah, So 100%. before you even start rapping, it's like you're filming them. You're seeing, and when you yeah. film, I'm sure you film great rappers. So you film, like, what is that thing? What's that difference making? Yeah, and it's yeah. content-wise, too. Like, yeah. I'm like, guys, um, why don't you just try doing that type of music in a drill beat or, or a trap beat? Sometimes some of your rappers' friends might tell you, yeah, cool, but I don't think it can happen. I don't think it can work. I'm like, okay, cool, okay. Maybe not doing it the right way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it always starts like that. And then they're yeah. like, okay, let me try this. Da, 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 da. And and, uh, and you fuck around, you end up with a track. Or a hit, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without knowing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, um, uh, and it becomes it becomes an obsession, bro. I start to do it every day. And um, after, obviously, like, four or five years it became a full-time career you know what i mean yeah, yeah so was it during your teenage years that you sort of got your love for rapping or nah, not when either, did you bro. did you always love rapping did like, you always like music when when did it bro, when did it spark I, like for you um i i liked music in general but i was i was i had like genres you know what i mean like ah, okay. it was years decades of like just collecting music in my library do you know what i mean yeah yeah um but i started listening to metal first then i, I used to metal. have a metal a new metal all of that shit what was, your, what was your band or what was your, <laughs> what was your group and stuff what like was that? your group <laughs> 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 see in high school i went to i went through an emo phase right like or yeah. like heavy metal phase. i can yeah, see yeah. you as emo yeah, man yeah. <laughs> i like i like a little slipknot yeah. every once in a while yeah. Slip, bro slipknot is like yeah. um yeah like it's 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 a way different energy kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, uh, lyrics and all of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and if you think about it, like it have a lot of similarity when it comes to like new metal, heavy metal, drill and trap. It has the same aggression, it's anger similar. type of. It has it gives you the same darkness. I think. Yeah. Okay. I mean? yeah. Okay. You can actually you can actually rap about similar stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, it it gives you the same energy. I think that's what's um, got me into um, doing music. I think I was attending concerts since I was like 13, 12. I used to go to local bands in, in Abu Dhabi. They do they do underground uh, parties and stuff. Yeah. Um, and just the energy, bro. Energy of shows got me to like doing music. Do you know what I mean? And seeing people yeah. like singing along to stuff, you know? Yeah. 
you know, definitely when you're in the crowd of a good show, you feel you just vibe off energy. I'll never be able to obviously relate to you because you're a performer, but I'm assuming it's like a high when you're on the show and you see people vibing out to your lyrics and carry on to every one of your, you know, you can kind of sway 10,000 people in any direction that you want them to. That's a lot of power, man. So that's awesome. How how did you get your name, by the way? Freak? Oh, man. Freak? Bro, Freak is, is one of those names that got stuck with me since I was like 13 or some shit, you know? Yeah. I, was, I was freak before the music. Oh, okay. Ah, People okay. knew me as when I was skating. It was used to, used to be freak shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then just for a copyright reason, now nah, fuck, I fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, we were. Yeah, it's a family show, easy. freak. It's a family show. To see a black person in Abu Dhabi listening to metal skateboards. That's some freaky shit. That is. That is some freaky yeah, stuff yeah, nah. for sure, man. <laughs> that is some freaky <laughs> stuff. Like, I, yeah. Bro, I probably would look weird in the stage those times. Do you know what I mean? It was still early yeah. to see like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. little Uzi Vert looking people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nowadays, exactly. like, oh, if you now black, this is the metal school. Yeah. Back in the days, it was like, yo, you're ch- now, you're tapped. You know what I mean? And it was, it was kind of that energy. And like, and and that's it. And like, and, 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 and I continued, bro. I'm, that's that's the good thing about it. Like I'm still the same guy when I was 17. It's the same dreams, same ambition. I don't think uh, I changed much, you know. Right. So, sort of, we touched upon you liking heavy metal. Obviously, you're a drill rapper, so you like hip hop. What sort of artists have had the biggest impact on your sound? Band? No, no. Yeah, like artists in general, artists, music. Do, is it a combination of everybody? Oh, it's a combination you- of, of 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 a lot of things, you know. Um, Bob Marley was one of them. Um, it's just, um, it's like a, a state of mind, a statement, and what he stands for, really, you know, the, the speaks to the people. Um, I think I love that in Genesis, it has longevity. As soon as you start really having a cause, yeah, you have longevity. And that, that really made me uh, feel like Bob Marley was one of the top tiers, to be honest. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's between reggae, metal, and rap. I have like, and yeah, I used to listen to ICP in St. Clown Posse. Do you guys know in St. Clown Posse? No, I've never heard yes, I don't think I've never heard Those cl- clowns with that's the. Like, that's your role. He was rapping too. in the clown, in the clown <laughs> story. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I, don't remember that. I used to like, to, like, I used to, bro, look, from a lot of people think the music I do is niche, right? I used to listen to niche music. Like, I used to that's, listen that's to. That's so good. Do you know what I mean? So when I start producing, I'm like, imagine I just take. Yeah, but I want to. Like, Abu Dhabi lingo with like. Trap music. I'm definitely I'm gonna get with a with yeah. a crazy uh, content. Do you know what I mean? And that that's that. I always liked what people don't like. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. uh, one of those things. Well, if people hear your music, at least to me, uh, look, taking away the side, taking away the fact that you speak exclusively in Arabic, which is our next question. Okay, <laughs> but okay. you flow like any other rapper that I listen to, right? Yeah. Any other drill rapper. Like if you take mm. away the language bro, the way you flow is sort of you know it is niche, but mm. in your sound. It, it it fits the culture perfectly, man. Yeah. Like it really does. Like mm-hmm. it, it absolutely does. Like I was saying, it makes people want to like, yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> he, was, like, he, was he was looking, talking, up, he was looking up the lyrics. He's he like, talking, what are you saying? I'm like, I know he's talking some shit right now. Like, yeah, hold on. Like, <laughs> Yo, in, the, in, in your, one of your songs, I actually looked up the lyrics. I was like, oh, he's talking. <laughs> yeah. He's jawing right now. He's, yeah. he's letting people know that I'm here. That's so fine. it was, That's it fine. was, it's actually. Which leads us to the next question. Like, so you you do rap exclusively in Arabic. Like, yeah. why did you go down that route? Obviously, your English perfect, right? So why did why Arabic only? Look, um, 
Well, I think I learned English when I was 15, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Damn. Before that, I think I was speaking the Dominicans strictly. back home where you went to school. I used, bro, I was a Bodobi kid. I used to go to areas that no one would actually like. If There's no tours that actually pass by. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Places that it's, it's nothing is actually happening. Do you know what I mean? Right. And like yeah. everyone around there actually, it's a neighborhood. People that grew up born and raised. So all have kind of the same lingo. And it has like, it, like anywhere else in the world. Do you know what I mean? It has that uh, uh, like code and we had their our own dimension that people didn't even understand like they're like okay cool there's Abu Dhabi there's Dubai there's the tourists but we don't know the people that like been there all this time do you know what I mean and have mm. a certain lingo or a certain swag to everything they do do you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah. and um and 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 we actually belong we can we can be anywhere in the world like we actually like third world citizens you know mm. what I mean I can you, blend in everywhere yeah you know what's interesting about your story too is like I don't think that gets pointed out mm. where all of my friends back home they're thinking like oh someone's born in Abu Dhabi like yo everybody's rich they're, is, they're made there 100% there's yeah, no yeah. you know that urgency of like 100%. I gotta get a job I gotta what, what am I yeah, do yeah. you know what I mean and there's cultures within the city of you know people that are born here but can't get the passport yeah. somali and different um other cultures yeah. um things like that and bro to be dope. honest like people don't even speak up from that perspective of like it's crazy how most of my like success or or opportunities comes from how the city grew do you know what i mean right like if the city didn't grow i would probably never open up a future but it just i was relevant at that time and then f1 came on that time they got future boom he's the right fit do you know what i mean yeah it's just yeah. the right time right moment you have to that that that's consistency to me like mm-hmm. and and like if i was probably in the states i'd probably still get like nothing do you know what i mean and like it just i was in the right place at the right time doing the right content do you know what right, i mean right it's yeah. there's no linear sort of way to get to any any spot right you have your own unique road and that's the reason why you are here you know, you are who you are today, right? Because you sort of were blessed to be at a place that was sort of like a growing market, right? Yeah. And bro, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there was a, like, I grew up, there's there's a lot of rappers came out from the city. Right. There's a lot of rappers in the city. It's just, who's actually taking it as a career? Yeah. So, yeah. You can get the opportunities, right? Yeah. So, what was that like starting as a young rapper in the UAE? Like, what was what were some of the challenges? Do you have any fun moments that you experienced? Like, right. sort of like what, yeah, and, what was that like? And question, I don't know, because in the states, it's more so people before people wanted to get signed to a major label, yeah, things like that. Like, what is that here? Is there is there a major label you trying to get signed, or is it all independent? What's that process? Bro, to be honest, like how how it grew from us just doing music in the studio. And then we laughed when the song got viral. That was like 2014, 15, I think. It was there was a lot of us. There's a lot of people that actually been rapping way before me, and and then um, saw the progress and how the city started to really perceive music. Do you know what I mean? Um, um, because there's rappers probably you guys will never even hear of that <laughs> did mistakes in the city. They they released music. They're actually talking about cocaine and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they did some, they did some madness. You know what I mean? They, yeah, bro, yeah, they yeah. all like they all got phone calls to tell them, yo, you need to you need calm to down and, and yeah. uh, you, you should not really copy exactly what you see. You should produce something that is so um rich and 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 has culture to it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not really because there's a lot of copycats. There's a lot of um from 
the West Coast, but I've never been to the West Coast. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's, okay. A lot of, there's, there's a lot of those. swagger jacking. That's no, what we like to call yeah. it like, in the states. And yeah, I think that that's why the city took time and the country, um, and and rappers really needed to just build their own style, build their own narrative, the way they rap, the way they the stuff that I talk about. It's not. I'm not even going to talk about what people do in the states. I'm talking about what happens here yeah. or the lingo yeah. here or even yeah. if it's like do you know what i mean talking about i'm here i'm trying to go to saudi from like it's some real stories and like there's yeah. some real people in it you know yeah i think that lyrics. really played a big role yeah. in becoming oh oh freak you're that guy it's like more of i just i was talking about my story to everything yeah, yeah, exactly. i didn't want to yeah. be anyone else yeah. and bro like and that's the reason why i didn't rap in, in english because i didn't want to be anyone else like i didn't want to sound like anyone else i don't right. I just want to sound like this kid from Abu Dhabi that doing this, you know? Yeah. All right. I think that authenticity, that's that's going to relate to people yeah. because no one's going to come here to, I want to hear you sound like back in the US or UK. 100%. Yes, if yeah. I'm coming here, what's the vibe Thank here? You. What's yeah, the exactly. culture out here? Thank Tell you. me the stories of growing up here. Yeah. You know? So, I, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Definitely. Right. And, sort of you mentioned a little bit of song going viral like mm-hmm. was that your foot in the in the music game with yeah. that, that one song what was what was that like what was the name was of the it, song it was, it was, it was, no, no. It, it was oh, another it. song it was okay. another song come on it was, that was, that was before like that, that, that way wasn't, before no. <laughs> but the thing is but did that 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 didn't really change anything for me in life really um it just made me realize that listen people actually um can relate to real stuff that I was talking about myself being unemployed, bro. That's the whole song. And it was like a parody of uh, the song Versace, I think. Oh, you, you okay. did? He yeah, rapped yeah, over the Versace yeah. beat, which yeah. at the time, when, when you, when it was, it was, it was yeah. like the hit song. So if you if yeah. you couldn't rap over that song, freestyle over that song, you was not, you yeah. was not it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and sort of. and I, uh, I released that in Arabic and boom, everyone's like, starts sharing on Bluetooth and stuff. And then I got my first show the same year and, that's like 200 people singing along. It was my boy, um, Alonzo. Um, and and that's that was the time. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> God damn, you know? And yeah. we're just playing around in the studio, my friend's house. Um, and then fast forward to Wala Kilma. That's when I started to actually like fly around because of music and yeah. try to really take it serious. So before we get to Wala Kilma, right? There's that period between that first breakthrough that you had uh, where you were an usher at F1, yes. right? Checking tickets, right? Yeah. Like, and then you see the Beyonce hustle. on stage. Yeah. What was that like for you being in the crowd? Like, w- did you imagine yourself like I'm gonna be on that stage one day? Like, what what was that experience like? What nah, what man. did you think to yourself? Were you just a fan? Did you were you just like oh, I'll see what happens? But what what well, was that like? Because you sad. eventually opened up for Future, so there was a ten year gap. But what were you thinking to yourself, bro? Listen, man. I didn't really think I would even do music this time. But I just wanted to pay bills. I used to get forty dollars per hour or some shit. I didn't really like. I'm just trying to really pay my bills. I was like, I was like, like I looked at it. I'm like, wow, look at how big this stage is. Like, I'm like, I'm sure one day one one is gonna actually open up for someone. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. would be sick because obviously I used to like music back then, but I never thought I would actually produce. Um, you know, when you're actually under pressure, you'll never think about really yeah. to you know, do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's far-fetched. You know? Yeah, it's actually funny because most people would probably say, like, yeah, I imagine myself. But you were just trying to pay your bills at that point. <laughs> you were just a fan of the music. And then yeah. 10 years later, you're there opening up for, for future, future yeah, representing yeah. the country, right? So, I mean, 
that that's that's big ups, man. Like honestly, like that that transgression. How did you stay dedicated? I guess to the music. Were you just like sort of like? No, no, I was, I was I was going with the wind, bro. Like I'm, bro. Those ten years, I was literally trying to really so trying to find a residency in the city. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> My residency. <laughs> like, running like, out. Like, God, yeah. Yeah. just trying to get a visa. So like, I was stressing <laughs> out. They didn't have they didn't have remote working visas back nah, then. Nah, none <laughs> of that. Bro. It's either you're a student or you, you have work, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was really on that hustle, man. Trying to get my hustle. Yeah. I was bro, pure hustler, bro. Yeah. And um, and then uh, I started to like get obsessed about a lot of things. First, the filming, like um, I started doing videos when I was she 19, 20, You know, um, shooting, editing. Um, start to shoot clubs. You know what I mean? Start to shoot anything, bro. Commercials. Um, and then that really made me have that perspective. Even when I edit my own music videos and stuff, that gave me extra sauce, you know? Yeah. It was easy for me to produce videos. Right. So I got a question. At this time, is your parents, are they like, yo, great job. Like, they're seeing your videos, or yeah. if you make the team, or you're skateboarding, are they like, great job? Or they're just like, all right, you got your visa. Keep doing. Bro, uh, I don't think... My, my family didn't want me to skate, obviously, because it's just like um, it was dangerous, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we didn't wear helmets, none of that, you know. And and I was doing it for a, for like seven years. I started when I was thirteen, something like that. Um, and then I went to Malaysia for a competition, twenty ten. Wow. Came back. I was that guy. I started to. I wanted to actually make it fully. Um, uh, and then I start. I picked up the video. The video thing was actually what really made most of the money really you know when it comes to like producing stuff and buying drones and stuff i think i was shooting a lot of uh, artists in the city um and uh and yeah man i think that made me invest in whatever i want to do I, even like shooting my own videos you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. nice all right so then you're single right obviously the one that broke you through was yeah, walla yeah. kilma right so major breakthrough for you uh, not only gaining recognition in the UAE, but also being featured in the Adidas marketing campaign, right? Which had Mohamed Salah also being picked up by Linked Up TV, which is the equivalent of back home of World Star Hip Hop, XSL Sick. Mag, right? So congratulations on that. And for me personally, the song's appeal when I was listening to it over and over and over. Obviously, you have a fire beat in your face attitude. You could have, you could have, you could have dubbed for a New Yorker. He could have get a New Yorker pass with yeah. that, <laughs> right? And of course, the hook, right? Obviously, right. And you repeat the chant of the title of the song, right? Mm. And which translates for those people who don't speak Arabic to basically not a word, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right throughout the track. What inspired that repetitive hook? Because I think for me personally, when I was translating the words, right. Uh, you the me, what was the message you were trying to convey? Because it seems like you it was a direct message to those who doubted your musical ambitions, 100%. right? Both within and outside the industry. So, sort of, what was that creative process like? Like, what what, what was the message in that song that you feel resonates most with you? Bro, I never like. I'll, I'll say something very like out of this rapper context, but I never really like beefed any rapper. Really, like I was always like. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was personal, like personal people, like yeah. you know, it's like those people are like that. Yeah. That my like life with 
with human beings in general inspire me to do music. And then people, oh, you mean, oh, you diss that rap? And I'm like, nah, bro, this, this guy like next door owns me money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, share like, share like that. And that inspired exactly. me to say, like, very basic shit. You know what I mean? People want to make it so, you know what I mean? Crazy. Oh, yeah. shit. You would think some producer told him, no, he's like, nah, some some, some corner guy at the bodega told me I couldn't make it. I'm rapping the bro, right now. You know what I mean? Couple like people, like, personal people that are not even that famous in life. Do you know what I mean? It's for me to actually um, yeah. get clout from. It's just people that, and people people always take my legs be like, oh, you, you meant this this guy that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so the song it's gets picked that. up on Link Up TV. And again, for the people back home looking at the camera, that's a yeah. big deal. It's got to getting picked up on World Star Hip Hop. It's like XS, XSL Mag, right? And so did that song, when it got picked up by Link Up TV, did it like skyrocket your music career? Yeah. Was it, so it, it did a lot. What, what did you learn through that experience of being recognized on an international stage? Sort of like internationally outside the GCC? Because now you're in London, right? Now, it's if you crazy. get picked up, everybody's, everybody's Bro, watching that video. It's crazy. Like, it's just the love from a lot of rappers in the UK. Um, uh, like, when that happened, my, my DMs is full of a lot of, like, great rappers, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and it's just... That was overwhelming for me because I never thought this can happen. Like me being from the UAE and trying to get, I can get clout or right. um, love from another country. You know what I mean? Because um, especially doing it in Arabic, because growing up, everyone's telling me rap in English, rap in English, rap in English. Otherwise, you'll never make it. You'll never make it. And that was that was the thing, you know. And mm, I, yeah. believe it or not, like that was that was the wave because. It was easier for you to play, uh, for them to play your music if if you if you rap in English on the radio. If you rap in oh. Arabic, it's a no no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that 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 was niche, and people were like, "Bro, you going against the odds, bro?" Like, and that gave me the fucking dopamine of the year when when I actually blew up because I'm like, "Oh shit, that actually worked." You know? Yeah, yeah. Especially like he gets he gets Charlie saying, "Yo, I don't want to sell what you said." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's actually it's it's, it's yeah, dope, yeah, yeah. you know. It's better than someone telling me, "Oh, bro, I get what you're saying. You're hard." No, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guys, but that's that's exactly what I was telling you outside. It's like mm. I don't understand anything you're saying, yeah. but it's hard. I know it's hard, yeah, right? So Charlie yeah. probably has the same. Uh, same reaction to exactly, it. Exactly. For those sonically, sounds good. Yeah, and yeah. Just, this is what it is. I think I listen to a lot of French music. I don't understand shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, there's a lot of Japanese rappers I, was, I used to bump also okay. as well. And like, really, yeah, because I love Japan. I've been there a couple of times. You know what okay, I mean? okay, okay. And then uh, I'm one, I, I just one time I, I bought a ticket to uh, a local uh, a local rapper's show, and I went there, checked it out. Amazing, bro! It was wow, crazy. Yeah, you know? that's what's up, man. And um, stuff it's, like it's, that, really. The energy and the music is just. You I can, love you that because this is exactly who I am to other people and. And that it was sold out, man. The show was sold out. I was marshing with the Japanese. You know what I mean? So I was going in. You must have been sticking going. out like a sore thumb out there in Japan. Bro, I'll show you the video. You'll fucking laugh, bro. Yo, I um, love Japan, but the only thing is, you look like you, you get fresh. You know yeah. I mean? Yo, they don't. The clothes don't fit, man. No, they yeah. don't fit me. You gotta get the and tailors they, they, or something. I know. They, they, they yeah. built for yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, the you Japanese have to, clothes. Like, I have me. to actually like get up. Obviously. When I was there, I was I used to go to Supreme, a couple of you know what I mean, like yeah. known brands. I don't, I, I can understand 
I'll be might. trying to go deep into it. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, like, yeah. Supreme we get anywhere. I'm like, nah, I need the Japanese brand. Like, no, it's actually yeah. difficult. It's actually difficult. It's, it's hard. hard, man. So see, he's he's tall and he's tall and slender. So he can he can he's off the rack. He could just do <laughs> anything, right? You feel me? So you you got lucky for that. And so we mentioned Charlie, right? First, so for those again who don't know back in the US, Charlie Sloth, that's the equivalent to Funk Massa Flex New York. Flex, yeah. That's LA leakers yeah. out in LA. So it's a big deal that that my man here freak was was on okay. fire in the booth which is his session right so were you nervous for that session like were you did you feel prepared like what what was the, what was it like to like get called by charlie it was like i want to do the fire in the booth here in dubai and you were sort of like the headline so what what was um, that experience um, like bro i think as long as i'm actually like speaking the language I'm speaking in or yeah. uh, or like rapping my music, I don't think I get nervous because at the end of the day, it's just something that yeah, I was doing it in the bedroom. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, something right, right. very natural. I don't think I, I would stutter um, if I do it anywhere in front of anyone, really. It's just um, that, it's, that's that energy. It just, I think the first time what really made me go crazy is when I got the message and and um, and they told me, yo, so we're gonna we're gonna come here like three months two months um uh we we need new material <laughs> yeah, new it, 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 yeah. yeah you can't be putting some old oh stuff that you put God. them back Damn, in 2017 like that i think that was that was the quickest time i ever wrote anything do you know what i mean like it was it was it like the lyrics was perfect for even the journey like i start to speak about how i i, yeah. I grew up and how i um, started this whole thing, so it was actually perfect to say these words in Fire in the Booth. Do you know what yeah, I, mean? yeah, I don't think yeah. I said in my own song, but yeah. if yeah. someone got me, it would yeah, sound yeah, perfect. Yeah. The one, the one lyric that stood out, it was like, "Yo, I was struggling to get a visa. Yeah, I'm struggling to get a visa. Like, oh, one hundred percent. And this, yeah. bro, these things is is it, it might to anyone that has like. A European passport or, or American or any of those passports. That sounds like, oh, wow, this is just a ticket away. Like, yeah, right. For for us, it's like a bro. It's a process. Bro, it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's a milestone. You know what I mean? <laughs> to people where I grew up, that's a milestone. Like, y'all are to We're in the Schengen. We're in the Schengen area. What are you talking about? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, it's something that um, yeah. I wanted to actually send a message to to me, to my old me and the people that I grew up. Th- these little things that people actually, where I grow up, be like, I get you, bro. Like I, 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 I know where you came from. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And if you haven't seen that, go to his YouTube page. Go look up Freak Charlie Sloth. The backdrop is crazy. It's virtually fire. He just been fire. When did you guys record that? It was from that the winter, obviously, right? That was COVID. COVID. Yeah. I think it was. It was. Yeah, that was like December. It was. Oh, so the weather was nice. Obviously, uh, no, you're not gonna um, be there. No, it was the summertime. That summer, was, it was uh, summertime. That's fire in the booth. For real. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, probably, probably. Hell on probably died. Probably died. Probably died. On, he had he roof. had the long sleeve on. There ain't yeah, no way. Yeah, 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 no way. No, I remember, <laughs> not, no way. So here on the last part, out. Wait, no, wait. Before oh, we get man. to that, I was gonna say. So, what's your process of making music? So, are you off the dome in the booth? Are you writing it out? Like, what's that musical process? Yeah, yeah, I'm not really that guy, to be honest. I don't think I can write prior to a session. It's just, it just gets more difficult. Otherwise, I might just write on the same day. Do you know what I mean? Of 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 the session, and otherwise, I might not even like whatever I wrote to the beat because it's just something happens when you're there at the at the right time. Everything just changes. It's the energy. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And what I mean, like what I say in these kind of words, I I think I get more energy when I actually rap on the same days 
on when I first time hear the beat. I think. Are you like a one take guy, or are you a guy nah, who nah. obsessed with me? Like, yo, like I need to, nah, I need nah, major. Nah. I, think, I think, I think, because of the like the melodies and raps and shit like that, I don't think I, I can be. I would not prefer to do a one take. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Though. I have to make it sounds perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there was a, that interview with Jay Jay Z where he was with Gail. Back in the day, when you had to cut up your tracks and when yeah. you were making music, he's like, it's you have to, you just have to go one take. Like, <laughs> yeah. like but yeah. now you could, you know, remi- remix, yeah. remaster, and stuff like it that. It was dope. Like f- the fire in the booth was a one take thing. It was, it was that kind of made me more excited because everything needed to be. Yeah, because and he's like, yeah, like I, I thought we're gonna record it somewhere else. Like, no, we're gonna record it the same day, like the same time. <laughs> we're gonna shoot it, and that's the vocals. Like, this is it. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, sick, that sounds fire. You know, that's where it separates like guys who are performers and guys who are artists like yeah, yourself, exactly. right? Because yeah, when yeah. you got to be put on the spot like that, that's why not everybody gets invited to LA Leakers or no, Funk no, Master no, Flex yeah, or Charlie Sloth yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of guys who can do stuff like that. They yeah. need months to write out the lyrics and yeah. that's fine. That's a different process. That's yeah, not their yeah, lane. Yeah. Exactly. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. But no, 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 it's, no. It's, it's exactly, exactly. But I just, it just, it's like a sport, bro. Yeah, These things. yeah. And the more you do it, it, it becomes so smooth and you actually enjoy it. Do you know what right, I mean? When right. you do shows a lot too, like I love doing shows. That's I get excited doing shows. You know what I mean? Because I think my music fits live shows. You know what I mean? More right. than a, um, like, uh, like a bedroom or a studio. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So here, here on our show, right, we like to showcase people who are pioneers, right, in their respective fields, right? Take things to new heights and the only way to ever do that is to take some risks and step out of your comfort zone. Do you ever see yourself as like the pioneer of Arabic drill or do you ever, do you ever put thought like I, I'm the one who's responsible for taking this forward? Um, or, or is this something you ever think about? Do you, do, do you wear that Jersey on your chest? Like, mm-hmm. how, like, how do you feel about that title being the pioneer of this genre of, of drill music, hip hop? Bro, to be honest, like, um, I always hate this, um, like to say like I hate, I hate I hate like claiming something and saying right, like right, this right. is me and I'm trying to really claim it just to profit or get fame because at the end of the day like inspiration just flies around bro like I'm just gonna catch whatever's gonna come next anything yeah. and it's and I'm not I'm never scared of catching any like yeah 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 dollar thing because this I'm this is what I'm obsessed with you know yeah, what I mean right, right. and like um but don't get me wrong like. Is for the people to actually say it to me. Yes, I think it's, it means more. Do you know what I mean? Like when people actually say, "Oh, I appreciate you," but I think if I claim it's kind of corny, bro. It's something that's in the air. People can just take it, and do you know what I mean? You can yeah. do it if you can do better, man. Let's go. You know what I mean? I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like. I actually, I loved it. I actually loved it when people start doing Arabic drill after afterwards. Oh, after you? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, good, right? Like it's bro, good. it sounded and bro and some of them they actually be like, yo. Salute. Some of them didn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give you your respect. But the work going to speak for itself. So that's Honestly, man. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's one like, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What do they say? Imitation is the is the biggest form of flattery, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not saying they're imitating you, right? But yeah, yeah, you're yeah. the first one doing. They're trying to copy your style a little bit. You got to yeah. take that as but it's a like, it's like saying, sign of respect. It's like saying, bro, if if you don't see future giving shit to all these rappers that he gave birth to. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, it, bro, it's, if there's a lot of rappers that actually sounded like Future After Future. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to really get into it. But, like, there's some, there's always that person that That's is going to change. Yeah. I love and, that. And, and the that's beauty, amazing. I, I, I yeah. love, like, 
my favorite, one of my favorite rappers is Future. Yeah. And I remember that whole, everybody's calling him mumble rapper. Remember, remember that? Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. come on, this is hard. <laughs> this this is is hard. When Tony Mon, Tony Montana. Hey, shut that in the DR. Yes. I'm Dominican. I'm Dominican. Oh, sick, so sick. so I, that, I love bro, that song. That, that <laughs> was the one. Yeah. Tony Montana. Yeah, like, exactly. He had that, it was different. It was, yeah. different. it was way different the way Everyone he sounded. Everyone dissed that vibe. Ev like the whole, bro, the PR shot on him. Yeah. yeah, and now look at him, right? So two years later, boom, amigos, <laughs> yeah. boom. Like <laughs> exactly, a lot. Like there's a lot of artists came, and bro, and this is exactly what it is. Like I think there's someone else gonna come and try to build a genre. Out here. Like I'm yeah. actually excited about the next wave. I'm like I'm excited about trying to create something that's kind of different, and then people start doing. It, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay. And the beautiful thing is, it's, it's room for everybody to eat. For and that's how the music grows. That's how the culture grows. I wish people think like yeah. You bro. can't. But be can the you say it one more time? Say it one more time. It's room for everybody to eat. You yeah. Know? And I so. I even think in our in our podcasting journey, right? Like this this is such a new space here in the UAE. It's like sort of relatively growing, and I feel like there's so much space and a pie to yes. eat, even in the rap game, whether it's in podcasting, whether in whatever. And I feel like you know people who are certain statuses, they don't. They see us as competition, but I see us as collabor future collaborators. You feel me? Like yeah. you shouldn't. You should never feel threatened. If you're if you're secure in your craft, you're never going to feel threatened by somebody else's craft, 100%. right? Right. So if you ever feel threatened, I want to put somebody else down. I think that is a sign of either one, you see me as a true threat, yeah. and um, there's just no room for that, right? We're not. We have to look out for each other here 100%. in these spaces, and there's no other way to do that. I think if you, if you, if you're insecure, bro, you're always going to be for whatever people's around you you know um exactly if you're if you're cool with your content and you know yourself and you have your own path to it yeah for sure no one should really cross anyone bro yeah um one thing so we you we know you could do it all you direct and all that you produce are you doing that now or you try to like delegate where you want to work with certain producers are you fully hands-on where you're producing your own beat, rapping over your own beat, and you direct the nah, videos? Not really. Um, now, I started to really give people, I uh, started to collab with a lot of directors, started to collab with a lot of editors, you know? Um, I think uh, that gave me, after doing it myself for a while, I think it gave me a chance to work with a lot of people, you know? Um, uh, I don't think I'll ever try to, well, well, I don't know. Maybe um, I'm. I'm starting to really uh, direct again. I'm trying to really direct um, uh, a movie, bro. So let's see. Trying to direct yes. a movie. He's trying to go. Trying to be Tarantino out here. <laughs> yeah, out here. For real. Watch, watch the space. Watch the space. Yeah, yeah. So back. So we're from New York, right? Obviously, opposite side of the world. And when people think of the UAE, some people wrongly, I don't agree with this, say that the UAE has no culture, yeah. right? So. How, one, how do you feel about that? And what do you think people can find in your music that you think people can connect to? Uh, and sort of give a give a little bit of a picture of the UAE. So a two-part question. Like, what do you feel when people say, oh, the UAE has no culture? Like, what do you say? It's Dubai. What's in Abu Dhabi? You know, things like that. Like, Bro, when I, when I used to be ignorant, do you know how I knew that the States? Yeah. The first thing I knew about it? The first thing. <laughs> What's the first thing? Tupac. Tupac. And I'm sure that's how you learned about the states. That's how I learned about the states. Like, that's how I knew. Like that's how I thought. This is how people speak, and this is how actually people. Uh, uh, so like and, and bro, and I, bro, that's the thing. Bro, look, at the end of the day, bro, I grew up in Sharjah, right? I, I'm probably like 
the opposite of New York, like completely the opposite <laughs> of New York or, or, or LA or anywhere in the world. Like what I knew about stuff that was very, I knew everything was happening in the region more than what's happening. Young, I was like probably like 12, 11. How I knew the States, I knew about music really, you know? Um, and then I started to understand, oh shit, this type of, there's like, there's like uh, 52 States. Do you know what I mean? Like I, mean, I started <laughs> to find out about other shit. But the thing is, I don't think musically you should know about the country fully. Um, All right. Like a lot of Americans try to move out here and and then they change the whole perspective. Do you know what I mean? About the city, yeah. right? Yeah, that's uh, true. And yeah. I met a lot of them and, and some of them got married and they stayed here. They're like, I'm not trying to go back to the States. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and like, it's the same character. They used to be like, hell no, I'm not going to stay here. Yeah. It just, most of these things... That's why in music, I think it's so important to actually give you the lifestyle of the country. Or and not not everyone is rich here. Every, like everyone looks like this, and everyone there's different kind of communities, and there's there's culture to it, you know. And I think from that perspective, you can understand what, bro. I think if we actually produce movies and good music, you would people in the States probably know what we do. Yeah. I think yeah. because there's no enough media. And that's why I said Tupac because that's the first thing I knew. <laughs> right. A rapper. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? A rapper that had a cause. Do you know what I mean? And like that that was probably his reach way bigger than a lot of things. And obviously the NBA. There's like two There's two things that made the States famous, I think, from my perspective. Okay. If you speak to a, a person that born in the Middle East. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know I don't know. It's very interesting. I, yeah. I didn't even know. If you asked me who was the president back then, I'd be like... <laughs> like, who was the U.S. president? I didn't even know, right. but I, ju I just knew artists. Yeah. I knew artists and, and movies probably, and I didn't even speak English. I was just trying to find translation subtitles. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and like, and and that's how I knew everything. I'm like, wow, there actually there's dope music coming from this country. Right, right. I start to know about the culture, and then okay. I start to know about the states. Right. Um, and this is what we need to do, bro. I think we need to really produce great movies. There's enough. There's space to create amazing movies in the country. Um, it's cool for movies to be shot here. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think Mission Impossible. Should, yeah, yeah. And, and the yeah. seven, the <laughs> six, I'm cool. Yeah. But I think it should be 100% yeah. UAE produced. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think really telling the stories, like getting I into think, it. And uh, we deep, have crazy you know? stories. And bro, and the equipment and, and the knowledge. There's people that actually, like I told you, people from, from outside start growing up here and they start to understand the culture. These guys have skills to create great movies. There's right. crazy directed move to the country. Right. You'll see crazy shit, man, in the yeah. next in the next two, three years. But do you feel like it's also, because uh, when I speak to my friends, it's also how the UAE is trying to prop itself, right? Everything is beautiful and gold Lamborghinis everywhere yeah. and fountains of cash and all that stuff, yeah. right? People need to hear this side, right? Yeah. What, like, I have a girl. Oh, and like, that, that's another thing. Like, the thing is, how, I, how anyone really grew up, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, right? <laughs> Safe. <laughs> being born and raised right anyone that born and raised in the UAE it would be like bro bro those cars is not all that yet. Like, <laughs> but we see it every day it's not like yeah, I'm not gonna take a photo next to it do you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. like to us it's kind of the value of cars is now what people perceive it outside and it's cool mm -hmm. so we use that boom yeah, right. To actually get the right PR, right? Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, like we grew up, everyone running around is like, oh, what the I just fucked up my 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 old car. And people used to drive when they're young, young. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, like yeah, we yeah. actually used to be obsessed about cars 
here because it was uh, there was a lot of them and there's like i think i don't know I don't know what made this place has a lot of cars growing up. Like, <laughs> but everyone used to have cars growing up. You know what I mean? It was cheap. It was cheaper than a lot of places in the world, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah It was sure. actually, yeah, yeah. So anyone that actually moves here tells me the same question. It's like, oh shit, so you like, there's a lot of cars. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, and I can take you to the uh, to the what's that? What's that place called? Do you guys have like the Man. junkyard, right? Like the, the junkyard, yeah, yeah, the, the junkyard where all the. I need to know yeah. if y'all got an auction here. <laughs> there is. That's what There's I need to do. There's an app too to it. I'm That's not what I need. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying, we're trying to get Lambos for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> There's so, yeah, bro, there's, oh. bro, look, there's there's a lot of easy access to a lot of things, and just people mm. need to think. And like after a while, when you move out here, you understand. Like, ah, cool. I've seen ten Lambos today. I've seen ten Ferraris today. So, yeah. the, the thing is, the roads are made for that. You go over to New York. There's potholes all everywhere. You're not driving a Lambo bro, through that. You feel me? Like you're not gonna mess your <laughs> yeah. supercar for that type I, of but, stuff. But, uh, listen, growing <laughs> up, growing up here, and I'm like, oh, so I'm gonna go see New York. So New York. Be careful now. <laughs> <laughs> no, say the same thing. Say the same way you feel. Say What'd you feel about New York when you yeah, as a person honest, who grew up honest, here? Yeah, honest, yeah. honest. Bro, those, the screens look like I'm, I was in Dira, to be honest. Like, it looked like, <laughs> oh, it looked, it looked, it looked, it looked, it looked like I was in Dira, to be honest. Yo, people don't know. People, I if you go back home, uh, can't imagine what Dira I is. I back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, where's time? He's like, yeah, I just passed through it. And then we took another turn. I'm like, where's time? He's like, I just literally passed it. I'm like, bro, where is, bro, it's not as big as a, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, that. that's, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, that's a guy yeah. being, uh, yeah. He basically just compared. Our tolerance is very high. <laughs> Yo, there we are. He basically right compared right New like, York <laughs> to Carnarski, <laughs> bro. Yeah. But honestly, real New Yorkers, we don't really like going to Times Square. No, we don't. That's, that's not, that's that's not, that's not New York. Thing. You need to go back so, with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. We take you uptown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did you go uptown? Yeah. You went Harlem? Bro, bro, no, no. But yeah, I, I, knew, I knew a couple of brothers, you know what I mean? Like, took me took me to places. I've been I've been to Upper East Side. I've seen I've seen the good side. No, that's you gotta, you gotta come. No, forget that. You, you need to go back to again. We're going to Harlem. I know, I know. You know what I, mean? yeah. so, I think we've been to Harlem. We've been to Harlem. We've been to Harlem. Been okay, to Harlem. okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was mean, like, yeah, we took a pass. But the thing is, bro, culture, bro. Like that's yeah. for me. It's just driving around Queens. I'm like, yo, that's where Mob Deep shot the video. It's just, oh, yeah. I was gonna cry, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you were you ah like stuff that I grew up to, and I just saw in real life is actually crazy. You know, it's crazy. Like um even. You know, B.I.G., his neighborhood changed, too. They still got his mural up. Mm. But you'll be like, this isn't where Biggie grew up at. Like, because yeah, yeah. now it's super nice. And, you know, it's gentrified That's and changed. It, yeah, yeah. But it's sick just but most, most, yeah, most, most of Harlem are gentrified. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. Even most Brooklyn. of New York yeah, is Brooklyn. gentrified. All <laughs> yeah, that is gentrified, bro. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no hoods left. Yeah. <laughs> there's no hood left, right? Yeah. So um, where... Where do you see hip hop in the UAE going, right? In the region heading for the future, like what what trends do you think will emerge? Because you said you said watch out in two to three years. So what 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 are some of the trends you think are, are coming? And, and this music way? in general, and music well. in general here yeah. in the UAE, because you see a lot of musical acts, Wireless, Bread, Soul DXB has been yeah. here right now. The the Grand Prix is making an effort to bring mm -hmm. more musical in, uh, like big artists here. Yeah. So where do you see the UAE in terms of like a hub for music in 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 the region? I think. Uh, I think we did the groundwork when it comes to like um people see UAE as a destination to have uh to have a tour, you know. And uh, back in the days I used to wish to see my favorite artist to just pass by the UAE, you know, I mean just to see him. I used to fly right. I used, to, used to fly to Japan to see certain artists, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like the closest to us. And now it's like 
boom, 50s. This is this drop is all dope. Boom. We're, we're there. You know what I mean? We're yeah. there. Like, I think, I think, yeah, man, bro, the, how the country developed made us like, I don't think anyone has an excuse now not to produce amazing stuff because everything is just there, bro. Everything right. is just there. Like you, you can bump into big people just you're in the mall and, uh, and like, you're not really far away from your opportunity. I think, um, what 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 are you what are you gonna see in the next two three years? I think you will see a lot of people doing music and trying to pursue music full time. I think this is the next big thing because um, there is a lot of projects that is gonna happen in the next two three years that right. makes people feel safe to be an artist in the yeah. country or, or or in the entertainment business fully. Do you know what I mean? Even right. when it comes to directing, doing movies, I think that even podcasts i think bro media in general and entertainment is going to be different in a different energy this is how this is how people consume information now podcasting even through music yeah. right even do some sort of like things that are sort of like related to those genres yeah. of entertainment and media right so yeah. no 100%. definitely what do you think what do you guys I think? think um obviously i've been here 8 years so yeah. Um, and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. And yeah. we talked about this before. Like the opportunity here is is crazy, even for us to be doing this. And we have visions of just taking like we don't only just want to be in a room doing interviews. It's like we see ourselves as media companies and we want to share, shed the light on the UAE and just culture in general. Yeah, you know? just culture so. in general. So for me, I'll be honest, like before I got to the UAE, I had some of the stereotypical thoughts that I had as being somebody who lived in New York and London. I came here just for the job, but this is a growing place, man. Like, honestly, there's so much opportunity here. The amount of just culture that's being in infused into the UAE is sort of making it a hub and a go-to destination. Now you hear less and less transient people and people who actually want to stay here for longer periods of time, right? For, for a multitude of reasons, but 100%. obviously there's because you can actually find a niche here and be a pioneer in that niche here as opposed to places like big cities like in New York yeah. or in London where things are so super saturated, yeah. there, right? So you yeah. can't really yes. make, unless you're like hard and you're super connected like 100%. you're not gonna sort of break that ceiling right so 100%. here you you have the opportunity like you said before to sort of cut your slice of the pie and 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 make your impact yeah and that's that's what i think honestly like i, I think this place is great um now i tell people all the time you need to come in at least visit visiting we live here so it's different right but me 100%. i don't i don't see myself leaving anytime soon yeah. um i sort of made the decision that i'm with so how was the culture bit. shock when you went back to the to new york after I don't think because, I mean, you've been in New York. You went last year and all yeah. that. We see all the crazy stuff and all that. So <laughs> You saw it already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, to me, it's nothing crazy here. It was just super peaceful. And I was like, all right, I could get used to this. It's so, crazy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing I get annoyed by, man, random, when you're driving, I hate the little flickering lights that you guys do, bro. Yeah. Like, is that always yeah. been a thing? Is that the thing that just, thing. So I'm like, why? How, bro, but how are they look, going over I, the speed limit? <laughs> I mean, how yeah. is that possible? Yeah, yeah, it's it, bro. I think uh, it's it's something that like it's a habit that you get. You know, what I mean, I don't know how you like how people drive. It just literally how people drive because it's actually a clean road. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like, it, it, bro, trust me, trust me. Like, I, I think if it was because in London, I would never speed because there's definitely a hole. In like three kilometers from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just you, bro, I came back from London. I was driving. I'm like, wow, I'm driving 120 here from Abu Dhabi to Dubai, knowing 
Yeah, right, right, that right. There's nothing fugazi on the road. <laughs> oh, you know I mean? But you know what? In New York, if you do that, people getting out the whip. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Start. Hey, yo, I, I, my, my girl sometimes when she's when I'm driving and I get frustrated because somebody I'm going 140. I can't go any further. I can't go any faster. Yeah. And she's I'm like, I'm at the red light, bong bong. So they flick. I want to get out. I'm like, yo, like, what's going on? Pop my stuff off. But I can't do that because I'm in this country, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, yo, people get real brave in the behind those those real bro, tinted windows bro, that nobody can actually, see. We're, 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 yo, God bless Mazzy, bro. <laughs> we're, we're, in, we're in Brooklyn. Uh we were literally, uh, I think it was next to the traffic. And then, and there was like a uh, uh, a guy walking trying to cross the light. And then as soon as the, 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 the traffic turned green, we passed him. So the guy next door, bro, just hit the car. Boop, boop. Uh-huh. <laughs> because That's, we didn't wait for him to cross, really right? <laughs> bro, Mazzy came out with a baseball bell. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was the first day landing in New York. I'm like, uh, I'm to New York. Like, what, 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 what? <laughs> oh man, I love to get locked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, bro, that's normal. If you never do that, that's normal. That's normal. All right, cool. <laughs> just, that's that's the thing with the stage. Like people are on your face. Like people wanna, people wanna talk to you. Yeah. People wanna like after a while you're in Dubai, bro. You have my space. No one will talk to me. Like exactly right. You know so, I mean? uh, oh man, do you have like? So obviously, to the extent that you can speak about it, uh, you have any exciting projects or collabs coming up? Any any sneak peeks you can share right now? Ooh, um, to be honest, right now, right now, I have something coming up probably like um, mid-December. Okay. Mid-December. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, is that, I don't know. Can we talk about it, Hassan? Yeah. The exclusive, exclusive, sixty fourteen, the sixty four, sixty four, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. So we're doing um, a Red Bull sixty four bars. It's basically a project Ooh. that Red Bull has that. Wow. Uh, they they do it internationally in each and every country. So they're gonna do one here. Um. So and I and I have a uh, uh, we shot we recorded the song me and Khalifa Santo. Wow. He's a producer from Abu Dhabi as well. Shout out to Khalifa. Um, and yeah, we shot it. It's crazy, man. Can't wait. That's dope. Congratulations. That's dope, man. Congrats. Uh, what? Well, Saudi? And yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I just have to take permission to what I said. No, no, it's fine. Well, yeah. Where is this at? I'm a lawyer. I understand you're under some <laughs> confidentiality. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm performing in uh, Saudi for the first time on the 8th uh, in XP. Oh, congratulations, nice, man. Nice. Congrats. Wow. First time Saudi's Saudi. popping off too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually, yeah. that was, that was going to be your first time in Saudi, bro. I can't, I can't believe it. Nice, right. nice. Um, Bye, oh, you got room for, what, last one or two more? Probably the last one, yeah. All right. So here at Last Flight Out Podcast, um, we always want to, you know, um, highlight what was that moment or that pivotal moment in your in your life, the so-called Last Flight Out or just things change for you? For you. Uh, had you not done that thing, you wouldn't be here in front of us today. Oh wow! It yeah. needs to be a flight, not, not a, a flight. flight. It's the it's, it's yeah. hyperbole. It's like it's like figure of speech. Like what was that pivotal moment in your life that you pivoted and be like, I need to do this. And if I didn't do that, looking back at it now, you're like, I I wouldn't be here today. Damn, I was supposed to go to so 2010. Um, Shit got rough, rough. So I was supposed to, I'm like, fuck it. Um, trying to go to Europe and just live in Berlin 
you know what I mean? And trying to figure myself out, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, shit was kind of tough out here. Couldn't even, like, have money or nothing, you know? My stuff was running out, you know what I mean? Expired uh-huh. date on the, on the line. Um, so I applied to Germany. I was waiting for my visa. I'll tell my family, yeah, I'm done. So that was the plan. I was supposed to go and not come back, right? Yeah. Wow. It's an adventure. Go in like most of these, uh, most of the people that come from my situation. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think the fourth, fourth month, I just woke up and I'm like, and I paid, and I paid like, I think I paid like a year um, of uh, um, apartment in Berlin. I'm just waiting for my visa. Really, that's how deep that situation was. Wow, wow! And then for the fourth month, bro, I'm like, God damn, bro! I just there's something ain't right. My visa's not coming out. It's been four months. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, and then they were like, Yeah, there's something going on. And then I don't. They were like, Yo, they have a lot of politics. You know, the, the guy was so pissed at me, man. I don't even know why. Because I just kept going back and forth to the embassy. I'm like, Yo, where's my where's my visa? You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, rent already paid for. and then I got pissed I just got pissed at the guy I'm like yo how can I cancel this whole thing and there's like he's like yeah you can just you can just and he was so rude as fuck man <laughs> I remember that shit and then um, he's like yeah you can do this he gave me a form and I filled the form and he just gave me uh, my passport back bro two weeks later um, I got an email from one of my friends telling me yo uh, you can get a scholarship in acting in New York Film Academy Abu Dhabi right Okay. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Let me see how that goes, right? So I applied one of my skits that I used to shoot from my own uh, YouTube channel. And then I got accepted. And I, I started doing, like, acting in, in New York Film Academy, you know? Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then I started myself out. I went, like, I paid for college, you know? So they gave me a residency. So, I, boom, I stayed Damn. in the country, right? Yeah. And then I started shooting videos after. Uh, this is in Abu Dhabi. Finishing. Now you're Abu back. Dhabi. In, yeah, okay. No, no, no. This is the whole like the whole thing was in Abu Dhabi, okay. right? Yeah. I think, bro, if I didn't do that and I left, I'll never. They will never be freak, bro. No, that's crazy. Obviously, obviously, because I know a lot of friends that done that. Like right. shit got rough for them. Yeah. They had they had they had to leave. You know, um, their parents, but uh, retired. So boom, they're like, yo, you have to leave and shit. So a lot, of, a lot of us don't want to really go back home. That's really from zero, really, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. So they're just trying to go to Europe or go to somewhere else, go to the States, Canada, or whatever. Um, and yeah, bro, if I didn't do that, bro, they will never be freaked. Man, big ups to you, bro. Honestly, yeah. thank love, you man. so much for that. Yeah. Appreciate uh, it. Shit, uh, thanks. Love, um, love, love. Honestly, love, man, love. That's, that's, a, that's a real story. So again, thanks for making the time today. Love, thanks to the audience for tuning in today once again. Again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Smash that thumbs up button and share this video for the LFO boys. Uh, you can follow us on social media at, LFO, at Last Flight Out Podcast. You can follow me at JLubriel26. Follow me if, if Mike was here. Freak. I don't know where they can find Freak you. Freak TV everywhere. Thanks. Freak TV. See everybody next week. Same time, same place. Peace. Peace. <laughs> man, you didn't have to do them like that, man. You didn't have to do them like that. <laughs> it was film day. Yeah. We got we to gotta make a statement. Exactly. We got to make a statement. Last flight out. Last flight out. Last flight out.